The following program is intended for mature audiences. The time is now for the hardest hitting, yet completely trivial football show on the planet. You are in rarefied territory. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Broken Helmet. Let's rock. Well, happy Tim Tebow, you degenerates. What the hell does that mean? That's week 15. It's the only thing I can think of, famous 15s. I'm sure there was a lot of other ones out there, but the great Tim Tebow came to mind first. So, happy holidays to everybody. Hope you have got your shopping in. I actually went and took a quick trip around the mall uh, earlier in the week. Not later, because I have since been locked down, but... Let me tell you, people are not scared of COVID. No, 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 no. And when the war becomes either COVID or freezing your tootsies off, your tootsies usually went out, as showcased by my local bagel place this morning where everybody was packing in because it was all too cold outside. But you don't have problems like that down in Florida, now do you, Christopher? Well, it was like... 62 last night. It was pretty cold. Yeah, I mean, cold enough. But, I mean, not cold that people are packing in a bagel place in the morning because they just can't stand to be outside. <laughs> no. No, that's funny. No, yes. we, we, we don't go through that. No. So, anyway, hope you've gotten your uh, holiday shopping in, your Christmas shopping in. Hope you've got your bets in. We are recording this as of Saturday at about 3 o'clock. Uh, actually, it's 3.30 now. So, we are a little late in the game. We missed out on Thursday. But, as I said, my wife, unfortunately, has come down with COVID. So, that means that we have been locked down for the past week. <laughs> And it is just so much fun, especially with two kids bouncing off the walls, wife in a separate room downstairs all by herself. It's crazy. Anyway, um, so we had to punt a little bit and kick this down into Saturday, which is fine. Your Raiders, unfortunately, though. Oh, man. Too bad. I am very sorry. It looks like the season has all but ended for the Las Vegas Raiders. What happened? You couldn't you couldn't pull it out in a, in a much needed game at home versus the Chargers, huh? Justin Herbert, too much for you. I don't know. You know, I I, I watched almost every play of that game, and I, I was shocked that at the end of the overtime or whatever, when the, the end of their possession, they actually kicked a field goal rather than knowing their defense couldn't stop anything. They still kicked the field goal and rather than just go for it. Like I would have rather gone for it not gotten it, and then Los Angeles would have had to go 99 yards or whatever, you know, to to score or whatever. If you want to kick a field goal, maybe 60 yards, you know, like that's that was just silly. That was bad. It was just bad. Just uh, well, you guys were on the outside looking in anyway. You needed a lot of things to go your way in order to get into the playoffs. But it certainly didn't help and actually just all but uh, ended everything with a big loss there at home. John Gruden, how many years in is this for him now? Three? Three. This is three. Yeah, but they'll, they'll, get a better, they'll get better draft compensation because of this. 
Uh, yeah, sure. I, I mean, whatever. Uh, you actually do get a take a look at Marcus Mariota because now he is going to be at the helm probably for the rest of the season, I would imagine. I mean, there's no reason to put he, Carr back in there. He looked so much better. He's so much better and so much more comfortable than Carr does when he plays. Well, it's It was it's crazy. Different dynamic, obviously. So you'll get to see whether or not you guys want to keep him, but then you got to keep him. You're gonna have to punt on Carr, but whatever it might be, at least you'll get to see uh, if he might be some kind of solution. Although if he was, they would have played him by now. But I don't know. Maybe they just wanted to play out their hand with Carr this year anyway. Who who really cares? Fantasy uh, fantasy is in what for a lot of people the semifinals. Yep. Right? We're cooking along. So I only have one team in. That's with you. However, people across the nation were fixated on Thursday because that was the start of it. Darren Waller owners. Woo-hoo-hoo! You were very, very happy with the results of Thursday night as he had a monster game, as did Justin Herbert. Uh, Herbert, again, scoring big. And then Hunter Henry fans. Whoa! Who thought? Who saw that one coming? He had a he had a big game as well, and then you, uh, Josh Jacobs. Who else am I forgetting? There were, there was a lot of big performances. Carr. That well, was, Mar- Mariota got Mariota got like thirty points too. Yeah, I, you know who the hell would have had him in in their starting lineup? But David Carr. Da- David Carr. There I go again. I'm just going to call him Carr. Carr. Unfortunately, <laughs> anybody that had him, no dice. You are sol in that regard. Uh, oh, Keenan Allen. That was another one. Ugh, Keenan Allen starters. That that didn't work out. So, But anyway, the uh, week has started. Anything else before we kick off our week 14 rewind here? The Raiders are going to need to invest a lot of money into their defense. That's the last thing I have to say about that game. They... Could be the worst defense I've watched all year. Like, worse than Jacksonville. Uh, their defense is not good. They've pissed away a lot of picks with people like Colin Farrell. Um, who else have you guys got on that? Aber- Arnett. We just we drafted a, 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 the, the second first-round pick we drafted that kid from Ohio State last year. Jonathan Arnett. Abrams, okay, but, uh, I mean, definitely a He's bigger— great. Definitely a bigger mouth though than performance. I don't know. It doesn't. He he's fine. He he's a safety. He, they don't. All safeties do is back up the cornerbacks. I I'm not worried about Jonathan Abram, and I'm not worried about Jeff Heath. I'm I'm more worried about. But I'm saying Abram isn't a, isn't a Jamal Adams, right? Like I, I mean, you you could have lucked no. out. You, I mean, you haven't hit big on any of your picks here. I mean, they're all kind of Hunter Renfro territory. But even 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 the the free agent like Kwiatkowski is great at stopping the run. Can't cover a tight end if his life depended upon it. Hunter Henry just just destroyed him. We we signed Corey Littleton to like a, a multi million dollar oh man six, sixty million dollars, and the dude. I don't that, think dudes made more than three tackles in a game. Oh, that guy. That guy is a disgrace to the uniform. Maybe that's a little aggressive, Mike. However, you guys paid him a shitload of money. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I, so as a Giant fan, I was pissed because I wanted him more so than Blake Martinez. And boy, was I wrong. Well, Blake Martinez is great. I mean, he's ta- he tackles. That's about all he does. He well, just, he just 
he's hits everybody for sure. But he's playing infinitely better this year for the Giants than he did last year for the Green uh, Packers. And meanwhile, Littleton is playing infinitely worse for the Raiders than he did last year for the Rams. I, I just don't think he adjusted from the the three four defense base three four to the four three because that's what the Raiders play and he's not used to that. I, I guess I who knows he's just terrible. I mean he's a waste of he's a waste of money. This is why the Rams let go of him. They didn't care because he's just he's well, not good. I, I think the Rams cared. However, I think he came with a big price tag, in which case they didn't care. But still, I don't that's know. That's what I'm. Mean. You yeah, you do exactly. enough scouting on a player and give him that kind of. Uh, dinero and you get results like this, you got to be pissed off. That, that really sucks. What a waste. I, they, we need to, I, I don't care as much about the offense right now. Like the offense will come together with, with Jacobs and rugs and Aguilar, who's actually playing really good. Like that, the defense, the offense will come along in its time. We already have money invested in the line. Like we need to spend eight draft, all eight, nine draft picks we have on defense. That's what we have to do. Like, there's no doubt about it. But, well, best of luck to you. We've just spent about 10 minutes talking about the uh, o- the Oakland, the Las Vegas Raiders and the Chargers. Well, we didn't really talk about the Chargers. We're tanks for nothing! So let's get off of that and let's get into the rewind last week. First down. First down. Okay, so last week the favorites came in victorious by a game. They won 8-7 to seven over the Dogs. The Dogs outright won five of those seven games. And this has been a couple weeks in a row here where dogs that have come in and covered have actually won their games. So a little bit of money to be made on the dogs past couple of weeks, especially if you pick them to win. Big movement from the open was 2-0. and oh. We saw Washington and the Bills see big movement come in their way, and they actually won. There wasn't really much else uh, elsewhere. Uh, way to go, Rich. Uh, over-unders, unders were 9-5 and five this week. And then that brings us to our teasers. The favorites were 11-4. and four. The dogs were 9-6. and six. So the game lines teased were 20-10 and 10 in total. The over-unders... Overs nine and five teased, unders eleven and four teased. So those were t- twenty and nine uh, when you combine them two. So elsewhere, other things. Halftime leads thirteen and one. The only loser of the week were the Falcons. Falcons blew that game last week, and it was to the Chargers, who won another tight one uh, this week. So in overtime, uh, off the bye, there were only two teams off the bye, and it was the final bye of the year. That was the Bucks and the Panthers. They went one and one. Bucks won. Panthers lost. Ah, Panthers that killed me. They lost to the Broncos, and that was one of my bets. The road teams with a lot of money on them, even though they've been hitting at about over sixty percent. They've come in under 50% the past couple of weeks, including last week, two and three. Titans and Colts won, but then the Chiefs, Falcons, and Saints all lost. So, and that was a little surprising to me. I mean, the Chiefs, I can't get that team, you know, right ever. I I always think that they're going to hit. They hit on the teaser. It was a little aggressive, but... Man, I I mean, nothing. I, I'm trying to see if any of our super picks did either of us have the Falcons. Oh, you had the Falcons, and uh, that didn't go your way. And neither of us had the Saints. So Chiefs and Falcons screwing us last week. But anyway, um, that was it for the weekly recap. And then we have all of our super picks and 
money or the game picks. So we'll start off with the super picks. I was two and three. You were three and two in that one. So for the year, that makes me 28 and 32 and you 26 and 32. So we're both about the same right there. As for the regular game lines, who do you think won last week? You, me, the money, the tickets, the sharps. What do you think? The sharps for sure. The sharps were four and four, and even five hundred negative, sir. It actually, oh. I had you at nine and six. Were you nine and six or eight and seven? I didn't have nine. you. Nine and six. You were nine and six. So you and the money came in number one last week, uh, followed by tickets at eight and seven, and I was eight and seven. So for the year, that means the money is still in the lead at about 55%. Tickets are a couple games behind them. Sharps are just about even. And then me and you are completely tied. 99 and 102 on the year. So we're just a couple games under 50%. Other than that, uh, nothing really. Uh, you know, overs and unders, everything sticks pretty much true to form at this point. Uh, favorites and dogs are a little bit in favor of the dogs. Uh, you know, overs or unders stick around 70% any way you slice it. The only lopsided, the overs tend to be hitting a little bit more than the unders. Overs at 72% teased while the unders teased are only about 65 percent it's about it big road win big road teams that are favored big on the road used to be hitting at over 60 percent that's actually come down so unfortunately that was a little go-to uh, that i liked looking at and unfortunately that has slid in the past weeks and like i said last week it was two and three unfortunately and so that's about it in regard to the betting trends so we are going to look at our big games and then the rest of the ticket. So I will give you first pick on the games this week. There aren't really a lot of good games. So, you know, I, I, the game I really want to talk about first is the Falcons and the Buccaneers. The the crazy part about this really? is, is why. Yeah, yeah, I want to talk about this because the Falcons have lost if i'm not mistaken i went back and checked and i could be off by by a game but they have lost five halftime leads yeah they, they've been terrible this year in that regard okay five. So, i know all right so let's start with the bucks and the falcons second down, second down. all right so we will fly on out to the lovely city of Atlanta. Hot Atlanta for the Buccaneers versus the Falcons. The Buccaneers going to be a road favorite here at six points. Again, all of these numbers courtesy of the Action Network app, and they were taken about two hours ago. So they've changed, and some of these may have because there's been some news that has broke uh, over the past couple of hours. We'll try to update them as we're doing our picks. But right now, the Bucks favored six points the Falcons look like they're really getting no love. So the Bucks are six-point favorites, plus they are a trifecta. Sharps, tickets, and big money coming in on the Bucks. 89% of the money on the Bucks here. Over under 48 and a half. So you've seen the Falcons lose these halftime leads. How is that factoring in in your picking here? Well, they're home against the division rival. I am not convinced that 
the Buccaneers are really that good anymore. I, I don't know. I've watched them play a couple weeks now, and I, I don't think they're as good as they were. Their defense definitely isn't as good as it was. The defense is know. definitely slid, and we, we you've seen that because they used to be number one or two DVOA. They're now down to five, and it's really their pass because their their rush is stated two, but their pass has fallen all the way down to seven. Right. Yeah. They're they're. You know, Falcons are they're they're a good team, and that the reason I bring it up is because they they never get love like in Vegas for some reason, and they are not bad at home, you know. And and Matt Ryan is not a bad quarterback, and Calvin Ridley is is pretty good, and losing five halftime leads like they could very well be what are they four and nine. They they could easily be nine and four. I mean ten and four. Maybe maybe they're four and nine. Correct. I don't know who loses who loses five halftime leads. That's crazy. Uh, I mean the Falcons do, and they've done it in pretty dramatic fashion as the season has gone on. Oh my god! Remember the Cowboys game when they kicked the they let the onside kick go? Yeah, that was early, right? And they they lost that game. That was week two. 40 there was a 1 point game right high in the in the 30s or 40s let me look yeah 40 to 39 yeah 40 to 39 so uh and there was a couple other ones but yeah i i don't know if the latest news i've heard on this game is that Julio Jones is out but that shocks absolutely nobody because that fucking guy has not been healthy all year <laughs> it's like enough is enough already <laughs> With Julio Jones, but do you think that Julio being out impacts his game at all? I mean, they played all year yeah. without him anyway. I just don't think he's ever going to be healthy. I think this is this could be the he's running into the end of his his career as like that long deep threat. He might he's he'll still be like a good position, like Anquan Bolden. He he transitioned from like the deep guy to like what Fitzgerald does, the possession guy. Like I could see Julio playing till he's like 38 as a possession receiver. Well, very much like you said Bolden did it uh, and then in more recent times actually, you know, past couple of years, Larry Fitzgerald has kind of turned into that guy. However, Fitzgerald hasn't got the love that Bolden did. Bolden got a little bit more love in that that role. Fitzgerald, yeah, he did. Fitzgerald's yeah. just kind of been really marginalized as he's tried to slide into that position. You know, I don't know if Julio goes that long. Julio's had such a really, I mean, would you say it's a glorious career? Maybe glorious is a little too aggressive. Dude, he, I mean, he <laughs> is. I mean, he hasn't won shit. It doesn't matter about winning. His numbers are, are ridiculous. I mean, he owns, I think he owns a bunch of records. I would have to look. I, I don't have them in front of me. He, he's, he's had, had a, so many yards. I mean, he's just incredible amount of yards every year. He's had a stellar uh, career, and I don't. I don't know if he. I mean, he's made his money. He's played long enough. I could see him just punching out in the next couple of years rather than try to push on and do the Larry Fitzgerald thing and play into his late thirties. I, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. But um, yeah. oh, by the way, uh, Falcons two and five at home. Maybe they play better at home. Not a great record, but then again, at four and nine, uh, you know, you, you can only get four. I wins. meant. I meant the offense plays better at home. Matt Ryan tends to play better at home. Yeah, offense coming into this game. By the way, DVOA is. Uh, Atlanta is 22 on offense. Yeah. Pretty even. 21 pass, 28 rush. So, I mean, yeah, their rush, rush stinks. Terrible. Yeah. Girl, but, girly, but they're what a waste of money. Than, they're better than that rank, though. 
they're they're better than a twenty two rank. Uh, yeah, I think they've just had games that have really weighed them down. But their defense, surprisingly enough, is fourteen. And it's not better. It's not, and their rush has been strong all year, and is still that way as it's number four defense. I don't know again if that'll come into play here, but the Bucks have featured Ronald Jones quite a bit. You, you know, the real question is: Does any of this factor into the six points? Because I, I am thinking it's not. I I, uh, I, I think do. the Falcons think, are done. This is going to be one of those back end covers that that everybody that those bad beats because you the. They're going to put up points. Atlanta's going to put up points for sure. What's the over-under in this? 40-something? Uh, the over-under is 48 and a half. No way. They'll go over that. You're liking that as an over. Note for later. For sure. But yeah, I'm, I'm going with the Falcons. I'm, I'm sticking with them. I, I, I've been... I've been all about that that offense for a long time. I, they've gotten so many bad beats this year. I, I think it's they'll they'll play out the season. They'll play out the rest of the season as if you know it matters. They're the only team in the NFC right now that's eliminated from the playoffs. The only one, but they're still but they're still going to keep playing hard. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I was looking at this and I thought six was a little aggressive. I've backed the Falcons too many spots and got burnt by them. The Bucks, meanwhile, also have burnt me when I tried to go with them in different spots here. However, I, I just like I like Brady late in a season like this versus a Falcons team that really doesn't have much to play for. Uh, you know, again, I don't know if Julio being out matters. However, they're a lot better with him in. I do think along your thought lines that 48 and a half might be an over. But I'm not really feeling strong on that. I am going Bucks. I'm going to take Bucks and the the. I'm going to take Bucks here and the six points. And I actually think later on, it might be one of my locks because in that uh, super pick that is. So you're going to go Falcons. I'm going to go Bucks. You got it. All right. So we're Eggy boys are split on that one. So yeah, no, no, no. I swear. The Rock, sometimes. We don't think the same way. Um, we've got a couple of games here to go to. This one, I don't, I'm, I'm going to go to the one that, I wanna, that I, I'm waiting to see. I think it might be the best game of the week. And that one is going to be taking place down in New Orleans, baby. Saints taking on the Chiefs here. Saints at home. Chiefs on the road. Chiefs a road favorite here. Three points. And the over-under is 52. Right now, the Sharps are going to stand on their own back in the Saints while you've got 63% of the tickets and 74% of the money in on the Chiefs. So my question to you, Michael Thomas, now on IR, they knocked him out, so he's not going to play. Hasn't really been a factor all year anyway. Um, Do you think that that has any kind of impact on this game and Breeze playing now rather than riding the pine. Um, you know, I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm not sure that's a benefit or a negative. You know, they were doing okay with Taysom Hill up until last week. So does the benching of Taysom Hill for Drew Breeze factor at all into your pick this week? Yeah. Oh, I, 100% because... I, and no, Michael Thomas doesn't matter to me because Drew Brees has done it in his, you know, this season without Michael Thomas. It doesn't so, seem it matters to anybody because the the I checked real quick. The line has not changed at all. It's still no, the line. I, I, yeah, 
they've they've pretty much done what they've done this year without Michael Thomas. He he hasn't done anything, which is crazy. It's that that's just crazy because the dude is so good. Yeah, I mean it's rhythm though, right? I, I mean he really kind of factors into that offense in a rhythmic manner with Breeze. So I I don't do you think of Michael Thomas as a game breaking receiver? Uh no, he, I always think of him as more of the possession guy. Yeah, so, like a like a like right. a new like a younger a young younger Larry Fitzgerald who just always has Oh, Fitzgerald at his best was better than Michael Thomas. Gun to your head. Here here you go. Here's two. Stefan wow. Diggs or Michael Thomas. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. No, wow. no. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. I I at the, his prime, Larry Fitzgerald was infinitely better than Michael Thomas. Okay, now your rebuttal. He Michael Thomas just broke the records. I, he I, had more catches, more yards. Dude's insane. I, look. Th- okay, I'm not, we can't get into this. I'm not. This this argument is pointless because there's never going to be a way to compare the two unless we're playing Madden or something. Uh, no, but it, so. it's, it's fair. It's fun because it's topical, especially with the Jerry Rice, Randy Moss uh, argument that took place this oh week. Oh my God, in, in which case, I completely agree with Randy Moss. He was the better receiver. I think Rice had infinitely a better career. Um, but here, it's kind of the same thing. I, I think Thomas is is having a great career coming in. But However, I think Fitzgerald... Actually, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It's fun. Here's... Let's take Fitzgerald out. Michael Thomas or Stephon Diggs? Gun to your head. Which one do you take? With as a player or with the team that they're on? You have you have a a real life, not a Madden team, not a, a fantasy team. You have a real life football team. You're the owner, Chris Eggie, the owner. You can Ste- select Stephon Diggs. Right, Stephon me Diggs. too. Right, and, and like Diggs hasn't thrown up. Be- I, the point being, I don't know if. Uh, I, I think Thomas works in the offense. I don't think Thomas works as his own player. That's all I'm going to say, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, Tom, Thomas is very good in this system, kind of like Jared Goff is to the Los Angeles Rams. He's a very good uh, system quarterback. He's not that good when he goes outside of those plays. But, I mean, maybe he is. We just, we've never seen him outside of those. McVeigh's that, and we're getting into a whole nother topic. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, how, how quarterbacks control receivers? Let, let's let's kick it back here to the Chiefs Saints. Chiefs by three over under fifty two. What do you I think? have the same. I have the Saints across the board. I mean, I, wow. I have them as my pick. I have them in my uh, in one of my teaser in my teaser. I have them. In a parlay, I, I I just love the Saints at They're home. They're super I think pick this here's is... super pick, yeah. Wow, look at that, Chris going Saints with a super pick here. I can't believe you're all over them. I, I mean, give a quick rundown here. Their defense is incredible. Yes, their defense is good. Their defense right now is two DVOA, four against the pass, one against the rush. Meanwhile, on the flip side here, the Chiefs are not so much in the same category because their defense is all the way down at 18, 30 against the rush. They're just terrible. They've been that way all year. 14 against the pass. So, I mean, you think defense is what's going to win this game for them? I don't think that Kansas Kansas City is the type of team that gets – like eight, nine yards a play, right? Doesn't doesn't Patrick Mahomes, I, I read some stat, he averages like like 10 yards a pass, nine yards a pass. Like uh, that's not going to... 
that's not going to happen. And they're very, they're a very quick team. So they're not going to, if they don't get a play on a, a good chunk on first or second down, they're not a good, you know, they're all, oh, they always wind up in like third and 15s and Mahomes makes a play. They're not going to be able to do that against the Saints. Like, I just, I don't foresee that happening. I don't foresee this being a shootout either. I, I just, I don't think that Kansas City is going to be able to have their way. And I, unfortunately for Kansas City, they're running into a, a situation where they need to win. Did you hear about the scenario about the Kansas City Chiefs this week versus next week versus week 17? Uh, well, yeah, yeah. Uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> you completely you, lost me here. <laughs> did you hear about... I'm trying to get to the point where it says, like, this game is more important to New Orleans than it is to Kansas City. Okay, go on. Right? So, did I hear what? Did you hear about how there's a a weird scenario where they can actually sit their players next week if they win this week? Kansas City, this is. Yeah. Uh, I did not. However, I mean, it's week 15, so you got two weeks left. They who are they battling against in the NFC? There really is nobody, right? I mean, they're they're the only thing that matters if they win this game. The only thing that matters is going to be week 17 when they play the Chargers because it's an AFC game. So next week they have an NFC game as well. So if they win today, technically next week means nothing to them. They could sit all their players and then bring everybody back week 17 to play so it was a big fantasy talk it's a big fantasy conspiracy because if they sit all their players in week 16 it throws everything off for the championship game yeah i don't know you know there was was it indianapolis that did that way back maybe 10 years ago they sat people week 16 and 17 and then i think they got ran out of the building week uh the first week they played yeah, yeah. Right, they had a buy, if I'm not mistaken. And, and I think because that was screwy because in fantasy, I remember as a commissioner, I think I pushed everything back so that the championship game wasn't even on week 16, but week 15. So right. uh, I don't remember, but I do know that after, if I, if I remember right, after they took that approach, they never took it again. So I would highly doubt that Kansas City would sit people next week. We're getting a week ahead here, however... Um, you think, well, I mean, it, it, it matters in the sense that like they need this game. I just think that new Orleans at home needs it more because they're going for the, they're, they could, I mean, these are two first place teams. This could be like, this could be a super bowl matchup a hundred percent. So like, I think, I think new Orleans is going to play a little harder and, and three points. I'd like it to be four. And I think everybody would be more comfortable taking New Orleans if it was four. But, I, I mean, how do you bet against Drew Brees coming back with, regardless of Michael Thomas, at home? I wish it was a primetime game, but it's it's not, right? This isn't the eighth or, no, that's no, stupid. This is a four, this is a four o'clocker. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, it's going to be tough. It's tough to bet against Drew Brees at home, regardless of the opponent. Uh, yeah, I... Here's the way that I see it. I see the Chiefs as an undefeated team with this one screwball loss to your stupid Raiders. And other than that, they really have won pretty consistently this year by more than three points. 
Well, just in and take that one loss out of there. I, I mean, that loss was just uh, it, your defense stinks, and for some reason, you were able to kind of throw their offense in enough of a funk that your your offense was able to keep up with them and simply just outscore them. Um, I, I I just don't. That game was a, a farce. Anyway, ten in a row. They don't win by the 10 points that they're usually favored by, but they usually win by more than three. And so I look at this game, and I'm saying the Chiefs and that offense only need to win by a field goal here. The Saints offense is going to be switching to go from Hill back to Breeze. I don't like that at all. Yes, the Chiefs defense stinks, which gives the Saints a little bit of a play here at home. I just don't know if I have the confidence in the Saints defense. Albeit they have a strong DVOA, they've performed well here, that they're going to be able to keep up with the Chiefs. I mean, to me, it's just the Chiefs just have to win. Because they're going to win, and they're going to win by more than three. This is not going to be a field goal game, in my opinion. I think it's going to be Chiefs, and they probably win by you know somewhere between five and seven. So the three to me is pretty much a lock. Which is funny, because you went Saints, and I am going... Lock with the Chiefs. That's going to be one of my super picks. I just, you know, you would change your mind if I told you I can see the future and the Saints score first. Saints get a 7 nothing lead to open the game. Doesn't concern me. 10 nothing lead? Still doesn't concern me. Okay. You, Fair enough. If you, if you were to scare me in a scenario like that, I'd have to see the Chiefs down by more than 14 points. Yeah, you're th- you're talking like 21-3 at halftime. You no, know, I'm just saying, you know, something screwy happens and it goes 17 nothing. 17 nothing, then I'm going to start getting a little worried, right? Because then they just have to play, you know, they they have a cushion of 17 points and that alters the strategy a little bit because the Chiefs are going to have to try to score, you know, at some kind of rapid pace depending on when that that 17 is. Um, but you don't want to go into half like 17 nothing. But anyway, I'm going into all kinds of permutations of this. However, 17 nothing is where I would get to be a little scared. 14 nothing, I don't really care. That's 2 nothing. That, that's what it is. 2 nothing. Yeah, all right. So, Fair enough. All right. Um, so the Chiefs Saints, we're going to be on opposite ends of that one. We've got one game left. Where do you want to go with this one? I've got two games that I was looking at. I'll let you pick. Uh, no, 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 whatever you want. Let's, let's, all right, I'll give you the options that you lot. choose Seahawks, Redskins, or, or, uh, the Cardinals, Eagles. Uh, Cardinals, Eagles. Okay. So let's hop on the plane and fly out to Arizona where the Cardinals are going to be hosting the Eagles. This game currently six and a half points. The over-under is 49 and a half. The Sharps are on the Cardinals. The Eagles have a small edge in terms of tickets and money on their side. The thing I see in this game that scares me is six and a half points in favor of the Cardinals. That's just a lot of points for a Cardinals team that has not looked solid in the past four weeks, especially ever since Kyler Murray got his uh, shoulder hurt. And I almost called him Keith Murray. (laughs) The most beautifulest thing in the world. Anyway, uh, so Kyler Murray gets banged up. They really haven't been the same since. Keith Murray. 
Keith Murray, you remember Keith Murray, right? Def Squad. Of course, I, yeah, yeah. he's he they they made a uh, a remix of Rappers Delight that I loved. Yeah, yeah, it was great. That was on the Def Squad album. Yes, him, yeah, Eric Sermon, and uh, Keith Murray, uh, and Redman. Uh, so anyway, Keith Murray is not behind center in this game. It's Kyler Murray. He's got a banged up arm. Keith Murray's arm is probably less than uh, Kyler Murray's, but probably more healthy. I don't know. They, they, they keep trying to make it uh, seem as though the injury is not a big deal, but you watch the game film and it kind of looks like it is. Anyway. I, he, okay. All right. So so there's a lot of things I want to say that contradict everything you're talking about before we go any further. Oh, jeez. All right. Here we go. One, as pointed out on uh, TV, and I didn't even realize it until they pointed it out, he practiced. He's practiced in full the past two weeks. Hasn't missed. Not not like limited practice. No notes about anything. Full practice for two weeks in a row now. Gotcha. Okay. Secondly, se- secondly, he ran the ball. I think thirteen times last week. Uh, I don't know. Well, he did. He okay. ran the ball thirteen times. Thirteen you times. You tell me. Compared, <laughs> compared I don't have to the stats in front of me, I wasn't ready for this. Okay, compared to the two weeks, two weeks prior to that. When he ran, you were right. He his his shoulder was banged up, and he only ran the ball five times and five times. The only thing that concerns me about Kyler Murray, and as a Kyler Murray fan, because I have him on one of my fantasy teams, uh, he is not throwing the ball as deep as he was to begin the season. Yes, he's that, not throwing that, it as deep. That that part that, is obvious. That part is incredibly obvious, and I think and it's I a big deal. It's a huge deal, right. but. But remember, they are down three starting defensive backs. Okay. So you're talking Kyler Murray versus a, a, a banged up, banged up, terrible secondary in Philadelphia. Like he's good enough to he's good he's good enough to produce, wouldn't you say? Yeah, sure. I, I mean, he is. I, I, I got you. I don't, I, I don't know. It, six and a half points. Now, granted, Philly is not good, right? Philly has not been good. They got a little bit of juice last week with the flip from Wentz to Hertz. I don't know, you know... There was other things that happened in that game. You know, like Sanders finally went off for a big score. That guy hasn't done shit all year, and he finally took off on a game, you know, on a pretty big impact-having run there in the game. So I don't know if it was necessarily hurt, but I will say that they performed better the past two weeks with Hurts than they were with Wentz. And so now a a Philly team that has an okay defense is going to be... And, and offense has come around a little bit, is now going to be almost a touchdown fake underdog versus a Cardinals team that has been struggling. And the only reason they lost last week was because the Giants couldn't get out of their own fucking way. The Giants played so bad bad last week, it was ridiculous. I don't know, man. I, I, I just I don't see... I don't know. I, I, I understand that Jalen Hurts is... God, he's it's just, he's just the flavor of the week right now. Everybody everybody loves him. In fact, it, you know, me and you, our fantasy team is going up against. Of course, Rocky chose to to slide Jalen Hurts into his lineup. But <laughs> You're going to take Jalen Hurts and put in your starting lineup in the semifinals. You are a stupid asshole. A That's stupid. exactly what he is. <laughs> 
he's going boomer bust because he knows Good he knows he can't beat us. I I, I can't see uh, Hertz having a fantasy performance, but in regards to the game itself, I don't know. I I just can't take the Cardinals here giving six and a half points. If it was like four and a half, I, I definitely would be looking at them. But here, I took I took the Eagles. I took the Eagles. That's I just I can't do the Cardinals in seven the way they've been playing, uh, even though it's at home, and the Eagles are playing for something here. The Eagles are not out of it yet. I don't know. So neither you, are the neither are the Cardinals. Like the, who's the better team? Who's the better team? Oh man, I don't know. The Eagles have the better defense. Even though I don't know if DVOA is going to say that. Let's take a quick oh, look no, right they, now. They don't. Philadelphia's they don't defense, DVOA, is 15. Arizona's defense right now is 9. So Arizona's got the better defense. Offense-wise, Philly's going to be in the gutter, right? They have been for a while. They're 27 DVOA in offense. Uh, and Arizona, meanwhile, is, is definitely higher than that, 14. So, you know, I mean, really what you're looking at here is a pretty even matchup with well, you, you know, considering DVOA, with Philly's offense, the one that statistically is worse. And I think maybe they're better now with the change of Hertz and Sanders playing a little bit better. So, I'm I, whatever. I'm going Eagles. Where are you at? I'm going Cardinals. You're going Cardinals. 49.5 is a little heavy for this game, no? Uh, yeah, one would think that they're not going to even get to, like, 40. Let yeah. alone forty nine. No, I, I I thought that was a little high. This is going to be like a twenty to fourteen game. Yeah, I could see something like that. I, I, an ugly game. I just think it's going to be sloppy. I, I don't see anything. Uh, forty nine and a half. You're looking at above fifty. That might be a good under game there, but who knows? Definitely maybe a tease under. Get that game over 50, 50 and change. So, all right. So, those are the three games. Now, let's go the rest of the docket, including a game that's going to, we're going to start off where, you know, right now, because the game's about to start. Third down. Okay. So, the game that I'm talking about is the Bills going into Denver playing the Broncos. Broncos have like, no secondary right now. They're down to, like, practice cornerbacks. It's pretty insane. However, the Bills are only favored on the road by 5.5, over under 49. Right now, the Bills are 83% favorite in terms of money, 64 in terms of tickets. This was a snap Bills pick for me. I was thinking about making it one of my super picks, but I did not. But regardless, the Broncos, they screw me every week. They're going to screw me again. But their secondary is so banged up that I just don't have faith in them being able to keep this game close. Uh, yes, I'm sorry. I just got this breaking news that we we should probably uh, oh, talk about. Here we go. Uh, Saints wide receiver Michael Thomas is done for the regular season. Yeah, they put him on Th- IR. When did yeah? I just saw that. It just came through on my phone. Oh, I, I didn't I say that while we were doing it. But yes, it it, it happened this afternoon. They put him on IR, so he's done. Oh for the season. wow, that's crazy. Yeah, he has to miss at least three weeks, so he can't even return until the first week of the uh, postseason. No, he's done, and he's out of fantasy the whole nine. So oh man, what a bummer. What not, a not if you're playing a team that has Michael Thomas. Although he really right. hasn't done shit in fantasy. He hasn't this year done anyway. So yeah, he hasn't done shit. Anyway, um, okay. 
Yeah, back to the game. Back snap pick. I'm with Bills. I'm with Broncos. you. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm with you. I, this is a snap pick, Bills. Uh, as a matter of fact, when we get to our bets, uh, I'm going to just do the Bills straight up. I'm going to lay 100 on the Bills straight up to cover the six. I, I don't care if they're playing at Denver, and I understand Drew Locke likes to huck the ball, and Buffalo's defense isn't the greatest. They've just been so smooth uh, uh, as a team recently. I, I, they are, they have, do they have, they're a Super Bowl contender. Like they're the Bills a good, are they, super- yes, they are a good team. I, I'm with you there. They're going to be one of the final four in AFC. Right, right. I mean, they. I could see them being one of the final two. They're, yeah, Bills, they're, Chiefs. I could see that. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna have a tough time though going to Kansas City and beating them in Kansas City. That 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 is gonna be a tough game for sure. Um, but I think the Bills are stronger than the Steelers are right now. Oh yeah, the Steelers are just they're off, man. And this they, pains me to say because I am not a Josh Allen fan. However, I think the team, even with him being unpredictable, I still think they're just a well coached, well defined team. And they're playing. He's he's so much better than he was last year. Than last year, yes. He's also better now than he was earlier in the season, too. I. It's also because his players are playing better. Like his, the the people around him are playing better. You know, like he's taking full advantage of the Cole Beasleys, the Gabriel Davises, the the McKenzies. Like he's he's hitting guys like right on stride. I mean, his balls are perfect. Yeah, he does have a perfect set of balls. He does. He does. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so you're on the Bills. I'm on the Bills. Let's go to the other Saturday game. This one's going to be taking place in Green Bay. Packers at home, eight-point favorite against what used to be kind of my like sleeper team in the Panthers until they screwed me last week. And the Broncos, who we just talked about, beat them handily at home. So the Packers right now, are, don't really have much love. The eight points is a lot for betters right now. The tickets are slight lean, 51%, but the Panthers actually have 55% of the money coming in on them, along with the Sharps, over under in this one, 51 and a half. And so I, I don't know. I'm rather confused as to the lack of love the Packers are getting here at home versus Carolina. What am I not seeing? And this the Panthers is the point just, where you talk. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say what you said to me last week. All right. Okay. The Panthers I don't remember play. What I said. The Panthers play everybody tough. Yeah, that's they do. what you said. That's what you said to me last week. I mean, that's that. That's why they get so much love on the lines. Like they always get love. Yeah, but it was it, it, like they lost that game at home last week. That sucked. I mean that's that's just a that coming off a bye too. I mean, but, but they're not they're not good. They just are in every single game. They just play Bridgewater. I'll give him he is way better than I gave him credit for. Yes, he is. A, he is a game manager. He knows how to play the quarterback position very well. He's not that great of a quarterback but he knows how to play the game and control the game very well. Yeah, Carolina's offense, 9 DVOA. So it's been their offense that's been keeping them in because their defense is... Without McCaffrey. Right, and their defense is 27. So they're getting no love. And that's that's the, the discrepancy here for me, is that the Panthers' defense is 27, yet, you know, 
the people are kind of leaning toward them and the eight points. I would think Green Bay, who has the number one ranked offense, would be favored by more than eight points here. Although the eight points, you know, a tease game, that brings, I mean, that, the tease, it doesn't even work because you just tease them down, you get them through, you know, the seven and the three. Uh, I'm taking the Panthers. And that's and, a tease, people. I'm taking the Panthers. You're taking the I Panthers? Would, oh, man. I'm okay. taking the Panthers, especially if you're going to throw it in a tease. Man, you're talking 14 points. I, I like it even – I like it the other way, which is why I was saying it was a tease. I like the Packers uh, with the six points. So, all right. So, uh, and over under 51 and a half, I, I don't know either way on that one. I, you know, that, that's a that's a tough bet there. I'd probably – gun to my head, I'd probably say over. But you're going to go Panthers. I'm going to go Packers. That winds up the Saturday slate. So, now let's go into the 1 o'clocks. Titans, Lions, Titans home favorites by 11 and a half points. They are a trifecta bet here. Sharps, tickets, money, all in on the Titans, heavily in favor of the money at 79%, almost 80% coming in on the Titans. Lions getting no love, and 51 and a half is the over under. What say this, you, Christopher? This, this, yeah, that line you have is 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 outdated. The, the most current lines are anywhere from eight and a half to to, to ten. It but, was eleven. I mean, it was just only a couple hours ago. But okay, so um, I mean, if it's closer to ten, I like that even more. It's nine. DraftKings, it's nine. Okay, so that's even yeah, better. Fanduel, Fanduel, it's even better. I'll take the eight and a half from Fanduel all day. Yeah, I had this game, and I'm picking the Titans. So the lower the line you get, the better off it is, because I was taking it at 11.5, and and I really didn't like taking 11.5 line. But the Lions, I just don't, you know, I I mean, that team is just really at this point just falling apart. You know, I I mean, sometimes they play well, but I can't see them going against the Titans here and watching Derrick Henry just punish that defense into mercy, you know, just screaming mercy out loud. Yeah. They're, uh, I, you know, the, this line's going to keep going down because Stafford is playing now and that changes things. So, but I'm with you. I, I can't not take the, the Titans in this. This is, this is like, uh, Henry's going to destroy Henry might have 200 yards again. <laughs> he just, he really does punish some of these defenses. So the two of us are going to be in on the Titans on that one. Next up is going to be the 49ers and Cowboys, a, a game from the eighties coming back in the 2020 and not really as entertaining. However, historically it was a great game. 49ers, uh, going to be road favorites here three points getting a ton of love in terms of money 96 percent of the money in on the 49ers in this one so the cowboys have the sharps on them i can't see that play but 45 is the over under so over the games from decades past are you going to take the cowboys or the joe montana 49ers uh who is the starting quarterback for the 49ers this week uh, I, I, as of yesterday, I thought they said they were going with Mullins. Has that changed? Oh, okay. I mean, I, I'm hearing it's, uh, I'm hearing it's CJ Beathard. CJ Beathard, huh? All right. Well, we'll do it. So does it really matter? I do. I, I think it does matter. I think Andy Dalton has way more tools to use. You know, this, the 40, this, this game is, is awesome for, uh, betting, but terrible for watching. 
It's like I, I, I love the Cowboys in this. I'm all over the Cowboys at home. Uh, all right. Well, it is Nick Mullins, by the way. So Nick Mullins will be playing. I, I didn't read the C.J. Beathard thing, but you did. Um, so I don't know. I Yeah, the Cowboys are at home. The Cowboys have some better tools for sure. C.D. Lamb I love. Uh, Mari Cooper has kind of taken a back seat this year to uh, Lamb. I don't know. I picked the 49ers in this one because I like their defense more. They still have an outside shot of doing something. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong in that regard. But the Cowboys are just dead. I think that team hates McCarthy. I, I think they uh, hate Nolan. I, I just, I, I'm going 49ers here for the field goal win. I'm gonna go Cowboys. I love the Cowboys. I, I just they're in my bets. I, I just think they have the better offense. I, it's gonna be a shootout. What's the over under in this? Forty five. Oh my God! No way. Yeah. That's cr- I, I didn't even. I missed that. That's crazy. I. Both these defense, 49ers defense. I hate everybody gives this team this team credit like they have such a great defense. They don't have a great defense. <laughs> okay, easy. Calm down, sir. Calm down, sir. I'm just so tired of hearing about the 49ers defense. Like, this man is angry, sir. He does not like the 49ers defense. The it's well, not he doesn't. Good. He doesn't like the kudos they've been getting all year. So he, you're going to be going Cowboys. I'm going Cowboys. Okay. So, um, and actually, as I look up, we're uh, about 53 in. So, we're going to rip through the rest of these games here to try to keep this into a manageable time uh, frame. So, you're on Cowboys. I'm on 49ers. Next game up is the Vikings-Bears. Vikings at home favored by three over under 46 and a half. Ton of money coming in on the Bears, 92%. Meanwhile, everything else, uh, there is no sharp action uh, lean at least. And tickets are 56% to 44 in favor of the Vikings. So uh, do you lean with the money and the Bears here, or are you taking the Vikings at home? Bears, baby. Bears. Ah, oh, man, we are everywhere opposite this week. I'm taking the Vikings, and it's going to be one of my super picks here. I, I think the Bears are a shitbox team, and last week was just a, an aberration. I, I don't think they're going to be coming in to this game and win there. So you're going to be going Bears. I'm going to be going Vikings. We are going to have very different... Uh, we, we could argue about this game for the next 10 minutes. But yeah, we could, but we're not going to. We're done who's talking the hotter, about it. Who's the hotter team right now? Um, I don't think either team is hot. Uh, if you had to give me one, I, no, they're not, neither team is hot. Trubisky's been pretty good since he came back, man. Oh, fuck Mick Trubisky. I'm done talking about the Bears. We're out. So the next game is the Bucks, uh, uh, Bucks and the Falcons. We talked about that one, so we'll bounce to the Colts-Texans. Colts at home, 7.5-point favorite versus the Texans. 51 is the over-under. Another trifecta game. Everybody in on the Colts on this one. As am I, 7.5 is a lot of points. I almost didn't go with it because I just don't see the Colts blowing teams out. But the Texans I just seem to me as they're putting it in neutral here and just slowing down as the year you know slows down. Colts have a better uh, better defense here. If they keep the Texans' offense in check, I could see them winning by more than two scores. Yeah, you know, I wrote next. I wrote next to this game trap game because. I, I, you so badly want to bet the Colts, right? Like their defense is pretty good. Their offense seems to be coming together. Seven and a half points is a lot. 
Seven and a half is because Deshaun Watson. You never know what Deshaun Watson could do. Yeah, I, I could, mean, I like Deshaun. That that's the part that I didn't want to pick the Colts. Right. That's exactly why I'm I'm scared to pick the Colts because Deshaun Watson could just go off. He could have two rushing touchdowns and two passing touchdowns in the first half, and you're like, what just happened to the Colts defense? Agreed. Um, but but with that said, I think the Colts are on a little bit of a tear right now, and. I think they finally started clicking, and I don't mean tear like they're winning all these games. Real like they're finally kind of starting to look a smooth offense when you watch those games. And uh, Jonathan Taylor was incredible. Yeah, monster game out of JT. If they just if they give him the ball that much, they're going to be a tough team to beat. So I'm going to go Colts in this one. All right, so the two of us are on the Colts on that one. The next game up is going to be in Washington. Uh, where the Redskins, this is one of the games that I was going to pick to talk about, Redskins versus the Seahawks. The Redskins currently a home dog. Seahawks favored by 6.5 points, over under 43.5, so people are not thinking a lot of offense in this one. Seahawks, I mean, the Redskins defense we've talked about all year is good. The unfortunate factor in this game is the quarterback for the Redskins because Smith is going to be out. Hasking is going to be playing, which is probably why you see 86% of the money coming in on the Seahawks on this one. Sharps are still leaning toward the Redskins. I don't know if I can here. I I went with the Seahawks and the six and a half points. Oh yeah, for sure. I, I don't, the Redskins are, I mean, give their defense credit, but also I don't think they're really, playing against the greatest opponents when they're doing this. Like they beat Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's offense is terrible recently. Yeah. I don't um, I, They've played well. And I mean, look, we've talked about them, their DVOA rank all year. They're currently four, two against the pass and 10 against the rush. They've been like one, two or three in pass DVOA all year long. Yeah. And they've done it even uh, after they lost, even after they lost um, the safety. Oh, my God. Uh, who's Collins. Safe? Collins. Yeah, that's right. Even they lost Landon Collins. They're, they're going to lose this game. The Giants are going to win their game, and the Giants are going to be back in first place. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Uh, we'll get to that game later uh, in, a, in a little while. But you're going to go Seahawks. I'm going to go Seahawks. That takes us to the AFC East which should have been a game that meant something. It turns out to be pretty much nothing, although it does mean something for the Dolphins. Dolphins hosting the Pats. One-and-a-half-point favorite here for the Dolphins. Tickets and money in on Dolphins. 57% of tickets, 62% of the money. Sharps are going to take the Pats. Over-under is 41-and-a-half. They are expecting fucking nothing in terms of offense here with the Dolphins versus the Pats. I was going to guess the over-under was going to be like 36, if I had to guess. Yeah, I know. This, but this gonna, year, 41 and be, a half is terrible. It's going to be really a terrible low. game. This is going to be just be a terrible game. Well, I, I don't even care. You have to, I don't even you have know. to make a choice here. That's the way this works. I, I, wrote, I picked the Dolphins. I wrote the Dolphins down, but it, it, I could see Belichick coming through and destroying Tua Tagovailoa. He's 21-5 and five versus Rookie quarterback. I know. Belichick is 21-5 and five versus rookie quarterback. I was originally going to take the Pats, but the problem is, is, you know, I don't know who is, you know, more unpredictable, either Jared Goff or Cam Newton. 
And I, I would probably say it's Cam Newton because sometimes a guy plays, sometimes he doesn't. He really hasn't had a good uh, post-COVID season here. And I just couldn't get behind him in this game. So I, too, went with the Dolphins. W- would this be considered a revenge game for Brian Flores? Mm, no, nah, not really. I, I mean, why? He didn't get fired. But... No, he took a he took a job at the Dolphins. You know, I I don't know. I don't. I guess for the AFC East, any game is a revenge game against the Patriots because they've been number one for I don't know eternity. <laughs> it's been twenty not, years. Not anymore. They ain't. I know, but it's been twenty years. So every time that any of these AFC teams get a chance to beat up on the Pats, I think they will. Here, I'm taking the Dolphins at home by a point and a half. You are as well. So. That leaves us a couple more games to talk about here. And the last one here for the 1 o'clock is going to be Ravens-Jags in Baltimore. Ravens heavy favorites, 13 points. Right now, everybody's kind of leaning on the Jags here. The Sharps have picked them. The money has picked them. The tickets are about even. And the over-under is 48 points. Given Minshew love here, I am. No, no I'm, 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 I'm taking the 13 points. I'm taking Gardner and the 13. No, you're just going to, you're going Ravens. I, I mean, the Ravens 14, 13 points. Have you seen anything from their team that has warranted a 13 point favorite line this well, year? This, the, the, their defense has been terrible the past three games, but their defense is a lot better than what, what they're producing. I, I mean, the Jags are not a good team. Um, however, over the past four weeks, I don't. They've they've stuck in there and they've had these backdoor covers. And I don't know, thirteen points is too much for me. But you're going to be taking the thirteen. I'm going to be taking the Jags, and that wraps up the one o'clock. For the four o'clock, we've talked about two of them already. So that leaves one game left. Another shitbox game. Rams Jets in Los Angeles. Rams favored by 17. The over-under is 43.5. Trifecta game. Everybody in on the Rams. 86% of the money on the Rams. And I am also in on the Rams. 17 is so many points, but the Jets just are terrible. And I don't know how you consciously pick the Jets ever after the performances the past two weeks. Yeah, their defense is... Rams defense is going to be too good for uh, too good for them. Seventeen, it, it should be twenty-one. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know what it should be. I just can't pick the Jets ever, not for the rest of this season. They, they really have been terrible. So I know that Darnold wants to perform well, but I, it's just beyond him. That that team is bad in every way, shape, and form. Uh, and it will be kind of interesting to see if they get the number one pick, and then Lawrence is just like, nah, I'm not going to come. Uh, or tries to do uh, Eli Manning and just say you trade me because I'm not going to play there anyway. So we're both on the Rams in that one. You don't think you think he's going to do that? I don't know. I, to me, I would look. I think Joe Douglas is a good GM. I think the Jets have been saddled with the shit from the prior years that have carried them forward, and they're trying to expunge all of that. I like what Douglas has been trying to do. I think that while ownership is terrible, I think Douglas is good. I could be wrong with that. Who knows? Um, A lot of what the Eagles did, uh, you know, from those Super Bowl years kind of looks like Frank Reich more than anybody. 
which is probably you know why the Colts have seen a lot of success here. Which you want to talk about odd things that worked out in their favor? They get Frank Reich instead of um, what Josh Daniels. Yeah. Josh McDaniels. That really kind of works out in Indianapolis' favors there. But anyway, um, I don't know. I, I think that if I see Douglas and you have a private conversation with him, and Douglas is like, "Look, you know, I've got this." And we will put people around you. I'm working on it. You know, but just trust me. New York market, which I don't know. The New York market might lose a lot of its luster here in the next four or five years because, you know, COVID really has destroyed the city, uh, which is unfortunate. So I don't know. It's still, as of right now, the number one media market in the world. So I, if I'm Trevor Lawrence, I probably would go to the Jets. I probably wouldn't make a stink and try to go somewhere else. Because what happens if they trade you to a ship, shitty team? And then you're like, ah, I don't want to go there either. You know, I mean, take the number one media market and write out your rookie contract. That's my thought. Trevor Lawrence is good, but NFL is a whole different animal. It, it is. It is. So, all right, we're both on the Rams there. Enough Trevor Lawrence talk. We will finish up the last two games. This is the Sunday night game. Was good, now terrible. Browns, six-and-a-half-point favorite versus the Giants. They are a road favorite, so the Giants going to be a home dog. That's the way that it works. Stupid. Okay, I don't know why I said it twice both ways. Uh, 44 is the over-under. Right now, the Sharps are taking the Giants. Everybody else on the Browns pretty heftily. 74% of the tickets, 72% of the money. Giants getting no love here. Are you going to show them any love? Because I did not. I picked the Browns. The Giants are now out. Bradbury, they're out. Uh, they're, uh, oh my God. Uh, they're out. Uh, what's his face? Oh my God. L- listen to me. I'm stuttering. I'm like the guy in, I'm like the defense attorney in my cousin. Vinny. What are you talking defense or offense? No, I'm talking about Daniel Jones. No, I'm talking about Daniel Jones. They're out Daniel Jones. I just yeah, had a, my cousin. They're out an offensive coordinator. They're out an assistant offensive coordinator. Uh, yeah, that's right. Because they're also out Josh Garrett. It's just, it's a mess. Um, Bradbury, I think is the piece that is missing that is really going to swing this in favor of the Browns because if you watch the Giants on a week-to-week basis, you know that Bradbury has had a fantastic year and has allowed them to do some other things on defense, especially with that line because he's locked down one receiver every week. So anyway, uh, I am going to Browns and the six and a half. Uh, Giants are going to win this game outright. Oh boy, look at that. Giants gonna we, win this game. We could break this. We could break this down according to the to the statistics. I, the Chief, uh, the Browns, are like number one rushing offense in the league. The Giants are. They have to be like top ten rushing defense. Uh, if the Browns, they're can not. Pass we look at this to, every. We look at this every week. DVOA. They're not. They're well. They're seventeen total. Fourteen against the rush. Eighteen against the pass. That's changed though. That's that's changed over the past like three weeks, uh, four I think weeks. It's been around though. I, I would have to pull up the previous weeks, but anyway, regardless, right. their defense is better so, than eighteen, um, correct or seventeen. But I, I unfortunately in this game, Bradbury being out hurts, and Colt McCoy being in there also hurts, and everything else they're dealing with, it's just too much. I don't. I, I just don't believe in the Browns. I don't. I don't think they're as good as their record says they are. Oh, they're, trust they're me, not. I hate the Browns too, and I am not a Baker Mayfield fan. I just think it might be too big of a mountain for the Giants to climb this week. So you're going to take the Giants. I'm going to take the Browns. We're going to disagree. On, we're going to agree to disagree on this one. Yeah, I mean we have uh, we have disagreed on a bunch of games this week. So that leaves one game left and a really 
terrible Monday night game in the Steelers and the Bengals. This one in Cincinnati. Cincinnati, a road dog. 12 points is the spread. 40 is the over-under. The Well, I mean, it's Monday night. So right now, as it is, the money is 92% in favor of the Bengals. Sharps are on the Bengals. Tickets, obviously, on the Steelers. I took the Bengals. I, it's 12 points is just a lot. Um, the Steelers have not looked good. They're going to win this game. I just The 12 points, to me, it was just too much. It's so much, but I just... Oh, you're going Steelers. Like, are, are they going to have... Is this going to be their get-right game? Like, I don't know. You tell gonna, me. Are, I don't think so. That's why I picked the Steelers, the, the, the Bengals. The Bengals don't even have a starting quarterback, dude. They're they're gonna go they're gonna go into this game without a quarterback. They're just gonna say we're just gonna hike the ball to, to the running back and we're just gonna we're gonna let him just do something. I don't know. Like it, they're, I just don't see. I just don't see the steel. I could see the Steelers winning by ten, but I don't. know. Maybe they win by thirty on the road. Who knows? I the Steelers just haven't looked good enough for me to go with them here. Roethlisberger just gave the press the the famous Aaron Rodgers relax comment last week. Like, well, I, it's true because the I, playoffs I is really what work. I mean, they they've got two weeks to get this together. I will three. Yeah, they include this they, week. Three. Yeah, they they got three weeks to put this. Their running game is horrific. Yeah, it's they not must good. be. They must be bottom of. They must be top bottom five in the league. It's not good, and I I don't know if that plays a factor in here. I think the. I don't know. It's just 12 points. It's just 12 points. Yes, a lot of games have been... There's been a good handful of blowouts each week. But, I mean, you're looking at the Ravens-Jags is a 13-point game. The Rams-Jets is a 17-point game. The Titans-Lions is a 10-point game. Packers-Panthers is 8. This one is 12. None of these... Not all of these lines are hitting. Um, And I was just... I didn't think that this one was going to come in favor of a high line. So, especially, you're talking about 40 points. So, the over-under, they're not expecting a lot of points. So, to get 12, what are you, what are you going to do? 28 to, uh, you know, 28 to 12? 28, no, sorry. 28 to 16? That gets you to 34. So, you need more than that. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's just a lot. So, anyway, all right. So, you are going to be going with the Steelers. I'm going with the Bengals. And that will wrap it up. This week, there's seven home dogs. So I think there was 11 last week or the week before. This week, there's seven. And they've had these dogs that have hit for wins. So if you like the home dogs and the way it's been going, you know, it's been this week was what, five of seven was the dogs that won outright. You got the Broncos, Cowboys, Falcons, Redskins, Saints, Giants, and Bengals, all home dogs here. And speaking of home dogs and betting, let's get to it, my friend. Fourth down. All right, so I will let you start off with your super picks. We have noted a couple as we've gone along here. And last week you were three and two. Where are you going to go this week? Uh, I'm going to go start off with the Bills. You're going to start off with the uh, Bills. Yep. Okay. Colts. Bills. Colts. Seahawks. Colts. Seahawks. Cardinals. Cards. 
And then the Saints. And then the Saints. So, as for me, I am going with the Vikings, the Bucks, the Seahawks. So, we're both on board there. The Chiefs and the Browns. So, it looks like this week we only have one game the same, and that is the Seahawks. So, let's go next to our parlays. And I will start this one. This one I went with two of my super picks. I did the Chiefs and the Bucks. I did the same thing last week. I picked the Panthers. They screwed me. I'm going with the Chiefs and the Bucks. Obviously, the Bucks have that heavier uh, line at six. The Chiefs are at three. So I am going to put 50 on them. I am then going to put 50 on the Chiefs and the Bucks plus the Browns. Yes, I'm going against my Giants once again. I think that they are going to be in trouble on Sunday night. And I think the Browns end up getting that win by more than six and a half. So as for you, sir, uh, you also, and by the way, I am down to 500 in my reload. I'm down 1500 on the year. I have not hit in weeks. Uh, as for you, I think you also lost another hundred, but then you hit on the Ravens. So you won 50 back. So I think you're around six fifty. Yep. Six fifty. You got it. So we're going to down three. Yeah, go ahead. You're down. I'm uh, sorry. I, yeah, I was down 350 for the year. I'm going to, uh, like we talked about earlier, I'm going to lay a hundred to win on the the Bills. That's my that's my only bet. I'm going to do. That's like my pick of the week. I think that they should crush the Broncos. Okay. Uh, as we speak, they're already driving. So, uh, going to lay a hundred on the Bills. Now for my parlays. I'm going to do two different parlays. I'm going to do a, a $25 money line parlay. Gotcha. I'm going to take the Cowboys beating uh, – um, I'm blanking for a second. The Cow- Cowboys winning at they're, home. They're playing the 49ers, the 80s game. 49ers. Yep, the 80s game. They're, they're going to beat the, the 49ers at home. I'm going to take the Bears over the Vikings. Okay. I, I think that they're playing pretty well since, uh, you know, since Trubisky came back. True. And then I'm going to – I'm going to take the Falcons winning the game outright. Oh, okay. So $25 three-team money line parlay. Cowboys plus 133. Bears plus 130. Falcons plus 235. Okay. Um, The the other parlay I'm going to do is just straight with the points. 25 to win 175. I'm going to take the cards laying six. Yep. I'm going to take the Saints getting three. Yep. And then I'm taking the Giants getting six and a half. Oh, there's the Giants getting thrown in there. Okay. And so that's two parlays. Do you have any other ones? Nope, that's it. That's it. I was thinking about throwing the Bills on top of the the card Saints and Giants as another little parlay. But, you know, I'm I'm a little scared. I don't want to lay all my money in one place. Okay. So that'll wrap up for the parlays brings us to teasers why don't you go first on this one all right cool so i took my money line parlay with the cowboys the bears and the falcons i added the hawks and the saints for a five team fifty dollar tease pays around collects 250 i'm gonna get the cowboys plus nine the bears plus nine the falcons plus 12 the seahawks at even all i gotta do is win and then the Saints at plus nine. 
Gotcha. And that it for the tease? Yep, that's it for my teasers. All right. I, you know, th- this game has already gone off. So what I did was I'll give you two, although I'm really going with one. The I'm taking the Bills, the Packers, the Bucks, and the Colts, and I'm all teasing them down, right? So this ends up taking the Bills and making it. I'm, I'm just bringing, I'm making these short covers. So the Bills at five and a half, that gets them down. You know, let's say it's a pick em. The Packers are at eight, that gets them to two. That's a field goal. The Bucks, they were at six, this becomes a pick em. The Colts were at seven and a half, this becomes, you know, a field goal game. Now, we're doing that right now. I'm going to do 100 on this game on that. If you don't like that, I'll just throw one in as a substitute. You could take the Bills and the Packers out because they are playing right now. And you could put in, I put in the Browns and the Lions. So the Browns I would bring down to a pick em, And then the Lions I booted all the way up. Although when I did it, it was 11.5. So it made it, you know, 17.5. This is 10 to 16. You know, I don't know if I like the 16 as much as I like the 17 and a half, but for the purposes of this, I'm going to stick with the Lions. So Bills, Packers, Bucks, Colts, the alternative seeing that the games are taking place, Bucks, Colts, Browns, Lions. So our over-unders for the game, for the week, I'm going to be doing Colts, Texans under 51, and I'm going to be doing Ravens, Jags under 48. I don't see the Ravens scoring a ton of points, and the Jags have scored some, but it's always been in comeback victory or comeback manner. So if the Ravens just stick to a small scoring game, I don't know if the Jags are going to put up the points they have in weeks past. Colts-Texans, 51 is just kind of a lot, and the Colts defense good, and they're at home, so I'm going under on both those games. How about yourself? I am going to go... Oh, man, I'm just interrupted here for a second. Clemson just scored another touchdown, 14-3. Man, bum, bum, that bum. sucks. I, I'm rooting for Notre Dame. They uh, they got the, they had three red zone appearances in this game, and they have three points to show for it. Man, you're you've not been living in be Florida Clemson. too long getting into college football. Enough of that shit. Ugh. Oh, stop it. Jeez. College football's great. Is it? College, college football is great. Tre- Trevor Lawrence is fun to watch. I, um, sure. I don't know. I never got into it. I'm going to do, for my over-unders, I'm going to do Bills, Broncos, over 48. I think, I, and now I'm regretting making this bet because they're 10 minutes into the first quarter and they have seven points. <laughs> yeah, no. But uh, Bills, Broncos, over 48. And then the Bears and the Vikings, over 47. I think that's going to be a shootout. Bears, over 47. Okay. So I went two unders, you went two overs. And that leaves us with our survivor and knockout picks. Last week, I think we both hit. I had the Bucks to win, Vikings to lose, that hit. You had the Cowboys to win, Dolphins to lose, and that hit. So where does that leave you? Yeah, I, I that leaves me at 11-3 in survivor and 11-3 in knockout. This is the best. If I, this is what I should be making money on right here. This, this is, this is where I should be laying my money on survivors and not guests. Yeah, I mean, you know, a straight up win. Yeah, works. Yeah. Although, uh, in survivor and knockout, you have to have zero. So both of us have multiple losses. Well, I mean, so you, you play in. You, there's leagues you play in where you get two strikes. And yeah, stuff. yeah, I've seen them. Right. Yeah. Um. All right, so Seahawks is going to be my survivor, and the Broncos are going to be my knockout. 
Yeah. All right. That well, we're both in the Seahawks. Then get them out, and then you're doing the Broncos to lose uh, to the Bills here. Okay. So that will about do it, sir. So we're going to wrap up. We're going to watch some Saturday football ourselves. All the best tomorrow for your christening. Christian John Eggy will be baptized into the Catholic faith. Insert some religion in a football talk, which makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. But congratulations on that. Uh, Enjoy. Thank you. And uh, I will be there in spirit as well, as that will be my godson and my nephew. Unfortunately, yes. due to COVID, I cannot make it. So I will have you are, to. You are, you, you, you are a godfather. Yes, I am the godfather. So thank you very much for that. I really wish I could be there. Sorry, I cannot. Enjoy. Have a good time. I'm sure I will talk to you tomorrow and everybody else. Peace. Audi 5000 and enjoy your Sundays. Adios. See ya.